Hello. Whenever you're listening to us, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arkali and this is today's tech briefing. In this program, I'm delighted to share with you that we've had a landmark first quarter with robust year-on-year growth of 16.9% and sequential growth of 4.8% in constant currency terms. This is the fastest growth we've seen in 10 years. That's after these headlines. ISRO, our Indian Space Research Organisation, successfully conducted the third long-duration hot test of its liquid propellant-based engine named Vikas for India's Gaganyaan program, the country's first manned mission to space. The test was done for the core L110 liquid stage of the human-rated GSLV Mark 3 vehicle. as part of the engine qualification requirements for the gaganyaan program the space agency said in a statement the objective of the gaganyaan program is to demonstrate the capability to send humans to low earth orbit on board an indian launch vehicle and bring them back to earth reserve bank of india has indefinitely barred mastercard from issuing new cards in the country including debit credit and prepaid cards due to non-compliance with local data storage rules. Reserve Bank, which is India's central bank, said the new restrictions will go into effect on July 22nd. Notwithstanding lapse of considerable time and adequate opportunities being given, the entity has been found to be non-compliant with the directions on storage of payment system data, RBI said in a statement yesterday. The new order won't impact existing customers of MasterCard. which is one of the top 3 card issuers in India. Apple has asked suppliers to make as many as 90 million next generation iPhones this year, a sharp 20% increase from its 2020 iPhone shipments, Bloomberg reports. Apple has maintained a consistent level in recent years of roughly 75 million units for the initial run from a device's launch through the end of the year. The upgraded forecast for 2021 suggests the company anticipates its first iPhone launch since the rollout of COVID-19 vaccines in the US will unlock additional demand, according to the Bloomberg report. The next iPhones will be Apple's second, supporting 5G wireless. NASA Dear Technologies, which operates Prathilipi, a platform for writers in Indian languages, has raised $48 million in a new financing round led by Crafton, a gaming company in South Korea. The Series D round saw existing investor Omidyar Network return and brought 7-year-old Prathilipi's total funding to $78.8 million, TechCrunch reported. Infosys increased its full-year revenue forecast yesterday on the back of strong growth and accelerating demand ahead. India's second biggest IT services company reported that revenues for its fiscal first quarter, the April to June period, rose 16.9% from the same period a year ago and 4.8% over the Jan to March quarter in constant currency. This is a 10-year record, CEO Salil Parekh said yesterday. Here are some excerpts from Parekh's comments yesterday. I'm delighted to share with you that we've had a landmark first quarter with robust year-on-year growth of 16.9% and sequential growth of 4.8% in constant currency terms this is the fastest growth we've seen in 10 years 
we continue to gain significant market share with this growth being essentially organic and especially in the area of digital transformation. This is a clear reflection of Infosys resilience and client relevance that has grown stronger with the unwavering commitments of our employees and our differentiated digital portfolio. I would like to thank all our employees for their incredible dedication, especially during another testing period with the second COVID wave in India. Some of the highlights of our results are our digital business grew by 42% year on year and now constitutes 53.9% of our revenues. We had broad-based growth across all our sectors, service lines, and geographies. Financial services grew by 22%, retail 22%, life sciences 21%, manufacturing 18%, uh, North America geography by 21%. Our large deals were at $2.6 billion. Large deals are deals over $50 million in value. Operating margins were strong at 23.7%. We had tremendous focus on our employees, especially related to the well-being of employees and to new talent expansion. We had a net headcount increase of 8,000, attracting leading talent from the market. We remain comfortable with our ability to support our clients in their digital transformation journey. With a strong start to the financial year, good large deals in Q1, strong pipeline, we are increasing our annual revenue guidance for growth from 12% to 14%, moving up to 14% to 16% in constant currency. Our operating margin guidance remains unchanged at 22% to 24%. Social commerce is a growing business in India, where both new startups and large e-commerce giants are looking for ways to make the whole buying experience much more personal and engaging. Pankuri Srivastava is the founder and CEO of her eponymous startup that wants to become a destination for women shoppers. Pankuri has just raised $3.2 million in funding led by Surge, a rapid scale-up program run by Sequoia Capital India, for startups in India and Southeast Asia, alongside India Quotient and Taurus Ventures. Pankuri is a platform for women in India to network, learn and shop through live streaming, chat and cohort-based sessions, helping them to be active participants in beauty and lifestyle conversations online instead of being passive consumers. Here's more from my chat with Pankuri. Pankuri, uh, welcome to this podcast. Uh, thank you for making time for this. And uh, for folks who are less familiar with uh, Pankuri, the your eponymous uh, social commerce platform, as I understand it, uh, tell us a bit about how you started it, why uh, you wanted to start this. Thank you so much for having me, Hari. Uh, so this uh, started uh, when I was, I sold my previous company uh, and I was working uh, with different uh, firms at that time. Uh, consulting for marketing and acquisition. And that is when I sort of realized that there are very few products which are being built for women. Uh, 
the consumer persona that uh, usually uh, we have by creating a product is not uh, women and uh, there was just so much happening around conversational commerce side on the beauty commerce side uh, creators uh, side where you know there was so much UGC content coming up on all social media platforms uh, and not just from celebrities and category A influencers but uh, from even uh, you know regional uh, influencers content creators everyone was sort of trying to create content and gather massive following online uh, and most of that was uh, women so that is when uh, I sort of decided to start something for women and uh, the first uh, category that I had uh, chosen uh, was brides so uh, initially we were helping brides figure out uh, their beauty and fashion needs with the help of expert advice and recommending them products and services and as soon as that got validated, some of our uh, product features were uh, well taken by our users. We expanded it to uh, a larger category, beauty category. And what we've seen here is that there is high aspiration from social media, but not everyone might have access to uh, experts or even uh, products uh, or that kind of lifestyle. And they would uh, sort of look at um, Instagram, Facebook, their influencers, and then figure out ways to do that. So uh, we try to help them uh, achieve that uh, by getting them to know each other, uh, engage in a community with similar interests, and then also experts who would sort of guide from point A to point B that what do you need to start learning, how do you want to uh, do a particular thing and then move on to uh, buying products. Hmm. It's It's been about two years now uh, since you started and uh, tell us about uh, uh, what you're doing now. Yeah, so today we conduct live sessions for uh, women to uh, learn from creators, expert creators, uh, different types of beauty and lifestyle needs like as simple as how to apply different types of eyeliners to uh, something as artistic as how to create uh, soap from your kitchen ingredients to slightly more advanced uh, needs like hairstyling or makeup. Um, so so the women come on the platform to uh, learn from experts different types of techniques and attend these sessions. Uh, and then they uh, move on to be part of interest-based, cohort-based uh, communities and continue to be engaged over there because they sort of find like-minded uh, women over there where you know they talk about products different trends in beauty uh, space uh, what is uh, what is happening what is the future uh, asking product recommendations and sharing their success and failure hmm. how do uh, women get to discover punkuri uh, is there a mobile app they need to download Yes, so people find us on social platforms like Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, etc. And uh, then they can download the app. We are app only. So uh, they can, you know, uh, access different communities which are there for free. But then they also can be part of some exclusive coveted communities that we have um, after they have attended few of our uh, sessions online. Tell us a bit more about uh, how you... Uh, build and curate these communities. Uh, explain the process to us a little bit. Yeah, so 
this is a very do it yourself kind of platform because communities cannot be pushed um like this uh, it is only when you know people sort of attend different live sessions together they want to continue the conversations that they are having whether it is related to what they are learning or uh, what they could possibly do with the new knowledge that they have and also uh, there's just so much happening with so many d2c brands coming in and uh, trends uh, global trends changing really quickly and um coming uh, to all all um uh, countries i would say it's not just very uh, city specific or geography specific you know like if there is a trend going on in the us it will very very soon be seen in india as well and then every one sort of aspires to learn that or uh, let's say create the content uh, around that so uh based on these interests and their their activities on the app uh we suggest them different communities which are called clubs on the app uh to be part of and uh, they they sort of choose to be part of which which ones they like and uh, then then there is constant engagement that keeps happening different sort of activities and more new live sessions that we keep doing hmm you would have already thought about uh using uh, uh, algorithms and ai and so on uh, and since you mentioned uh, uh, how based on somebody's you say you would suggest various communities and so on uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, what you're doing today and uh, uh, what you expect to be doing uh, in the coming uh, months and years yeah absolutely so ai uh, can work well only when you have a lot of data we're a pretty early company to start using uh, that uh but we definitely work collaboratively with our uh, users to uh, sort of reach an agreement what uh, which which communities would make more sense for them and based on their interests and activities and even asking them uh openly which which are the sort of communities in which you would like to engage uh we we uh, recommend them but yes uh, the vision on our uh, tech side is to uh be able to become a very smart recommendation platform mm. one of the things that you mentioned uh, is uh, about how uh, the number of women or the proportion of women uh, on social media on platforms like instagram uh is probably about a third or less than that of the number of women of number of men out there uh and i guess uh, that's also the context that you you've talked about uh making pankuri a safe platform for uh, women to use uh, uh, can you explain uh, how uh, you're doing this absolutely so just to uh, give some uh, stats around this uh, of the 218 million women in india only uh, 14.5% are present on social media platforms um, that that's pretty uh, low and the big biggest three barriers uh, this has come out in a lot of reports in fact recently there was this um mobile ownership uh, report which mentioned that the top three barriers are uh, literacy and skills so they don't have like any meaningful platform where they would be able to um learn and understand how to use internet for their advantage and then affordability a lot of things are behind a paywall and uh, it's usually priced at for a very 
uh, specific set of audience not applicable to everyone and then the last one is safety and security so there is a lot of um, uh, increase in social bullying trolling which um which acts as a um, as a problem in for a lot of women to sort of come online and start engaging uh so so the one of the things that we had in mind is that how do we create a very safe space for women to be able to have conversations with each other uh and and around a certain topic and trust me that you know women are very diligent in terms of their interests if that, that's the reason they are you know um they cook so well or they bake so well so they take that really uh, seriously our our communities are first women only uh second we try really hard to avoid any sort of spamming or trolling or bullying uh members are encouraged to do a lot of positive actions in the community and positive actions are encouraging each other uh supporting and praising each other but also uh telling them uh, politely when they could improve because we're we're here to learn so that kind of uh, behavior when encouraged on the platform uh sort of gets reflected in their other interactions outside of punkri app and online world and we think that there is a that's a very powerful thing to work towards hmm uh can you uh, explain a little bit more i mean dive deeper into the way you're able to discourage uh negative behavior trolling and so on uh, yeah so because this is not the conversations on the uh, clubs and communities that we have on the app are not driven by the brand uh this is driven by the community members therefore um, i believe that uh, there is this um understanding that we are we are you know friends here we are uh people here who will support each other but yes we we definitely have guidelines we have community managers and i think it is uh, about constantly reminding people that they can be nice uh, and when you find like your uh, like minded people so all the women in a club would be interested uh in one common thing it could be nail art so so having more conversations about uh nail art techniques uh, what do you love about nail art different things that you learn about nail art is something that you know we encourage and we feel that more meaningful conversations lead to less uh, negativity on the platform which in turn uh, creates a very positive and safe community because safe is not just about you know you being physically safe it is also being mentally at peace so that is what uh, our women feel on the platform while engaging in different communities and hmm. uh, how does the app uh, help a new user find communities i mean there's a way to discover uh, different uh, interests and so on Yes, yes. There are different ways to find interest, keep your interests, and find the relevant uh, communities. But uh, this is mostly uh, after the live sessions. The first, the way to know Pankuri uh, and uh, Team Pankuri is to get on a live session, uh, work with a creator to learn something new, and uh, ask all your questions, and then decide whether you want to be a part of this community or not. Hmm. as a marketer what are some of the uh, big trends that you're seeing uh, especially in terms of uh, 
how technology is being used uh, in different ways uh, in these businesses yeah yeah so so i think that one of the biggest uh, trends with marketers can uh, look at and build their strategies around that is that you know mobile owners are now uh, using their phones uh, for increase in video calling listening to music and watching videos uh, because a lot of them are spending a lot of entertainment time also on mobile phones so this is replacing uh, tv time uh, mostly and we also know a social interaction time offline uh, world is also going into this so how do we create uh, something which is around uh, uh, their needs to entertain themselves and uh, then club your offerings along with that because everyone sort of wants to have uh, different ways of engaging unless you are doing like deep focus work so one of the things is that how can brands look at capitalizing on that opportunity and stitching their product offering with that need of the user uh, the second thing that that we've all seen uh, during lockdown and covid uh, is that uh, there, there is this drive to learn a new activity or something new on a phone uh, by yourself so uh, uh, historically education and learning has been very teacher trainer driven uh, but now it has uh, become self-paced and even cohort-based now where people decide what do they want to, and it might have no connection to uh, your uh, day job or the work that you do back at home or even your uh, most common interests. People are trying to pick up and learn new things which are completely um, out of their uh, general purview of interests. So. Um, understanding that how does this work that if your product offers a but then can you link it to uh, to some other offering b which makes more sense then um, bundled offerings are what will uh, sort of work for a lot of uh, consumer brands especially uh, last uh, and not the least is that earlier it was content online was driven by brands then it was in the um, hand of few uh, uh, celebrities and top uh, influencers but now it has been completely democratized anyone can become a content creator and start getting following and there, there is uh, literally uh, a merit-based uh, system now in place online better the content uh, better the content delivery you will get more uh, reach more praise so how can marketers um, allow people to do that more uh, because everyone has that aspiration to see themselves on screen. Hmm. Uh, do Pankari's uh, algorithms uh, today uh, determine uh, if a particular uh, um, content has to be uh, displayed or if it has to be uh, displayed more prominently? How do those things work? No, not as of now. Um, it is too early for us right now to start looking at data. Uh, all of these things require huge amounts of data. But yes, we definitely try to understand the women in our community better by uh, looking at what uh, are the kind of things that they would, they've liked and they've, they've been trying to learn and what would be some of the new things that we can recommend to them. Uh, because we are also their uh, partner in exploring. So maybe you're interested in makeup, but uh, you don't know that you might get interested 
in um, homemade uh, uh, products as well, cosmetic products. So those are the kinds of things that we try to understand about our users. But honestly, it's a community. So uh, it's very easy for us to have two-way conversations. Just ask in a concrete club and there would be hundreds of members who would respond and get us those answers. Hmm. Uh, explain your uh, business model to us a little bit. I mean, how do you bring the women who are potential buyers uh, and the large number of brands that are out there, how do you bring them together? It's a social platform. So uh, think of any of the social platform and how do they start uh, uh, thinking of business and revenue models. Uh, uh, that's, the, that's the same trajectory that we're going to have. One is uh, helping uh, women find different clubs where they would be interested. So um, finding ways to make these clubs more meaningful for these women and then uh, making them uh, you know, pay, pay, pay a face for that, maybe that. Uh, but then there are also opportunities in social commerce side where uh, we would love to uh, uh, help uh, our women take better informed decisions around their beauty wallet spend. Uh, but honestly, we are uh, we're building a social platform. We're trying to get engagement uh, up and running. And I think that when you have a large base of engaged users, there are a lot of business models that can be uh, explored. Hmm. Uh, tell us a bit about uh, yourself. You uh, sold a previous company. I was founder of Grab House, which was a real estate company. Uh, we were helping youngsters find homes without real estate agents. Um, and we sold it to Quicker in 2016. Uh, and I was, I was working with Quicker for about a year. And then I moved out to uh, start consulting, acting as a marketing consultant for a lot of consumer brands. And uh, then started Punkway. What uh, drives you to be an entrepreneur? Uh, it is uh, the opportunity to create something which uh, uh, has a meaningful impact on users and uh, building really large scale business uh, so that you know you you're able to amplify the impact that your product could have. Okay. Uh, lastly, at Pankuri, uh, what are your next big steps? Next big steps are uh, to. Uh, uh, build more capabilities on our platform uh, so that uh, the women in the community get what they want and they're able to demand for more things from the platform. So building that backend for uh, those uh, sort of uh, demand requirements and building that up from uh, ground up. Uh, and then the other uh, is to understand that where else can we uh, branch out uh, and uh, get get more women to engage online and learn different things. Okay, excellent. Uh, insightful conversation, uh, Pankri. Uh, thank you so much again for making time for this. Thank you. It was a pleasure. That was Pankri Srivastava. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts on ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Arakli. Thank you for listening.